This Thursday, November 30th, the Renewable Heat Now campaign is hosting a gathering of youth climate leaders from across New York State to advocate for a sustainable and equitable future. Today, we are joined by Colin Ricker from Sleepy Hollow, New York, who is the youngest person scheduled to speak at the press conference in Albany on Thursday. Colin, welcome to the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Hello. Colin, how did you get invited to speak at this event called Youth Climate Leaders Unite for the New York Heat Act? Well, I talked at this thing called, yeah, Mothers Out Front. And um, yeah, basically, I just like said a few things that came to mind. And the guy was like, hey, do you want to like, um, you want to talk at this thing? And I was like, yeah, sure. And do you remember what you said at the Mothers Out Front event that you were at? So by the time I get my driver's license, um, there will be no more glaciers in Glacier National Park and that this will affect kids more than grown-ups. We're going to, like, finish the beginning. And you were recently at Glacier National Park. Can you tell me about your trip there? Yeah, so I was with some of my friends, and then at the very end, I saw this video, so. Uh, Colin, how old are you? Where do you live? And what what do you think you're going to say? What is going to be your message on Thursday? Basically, I'm just going to repeat the stuff that I said um, at the Mother's Up Front thingy. And when you say this thing about by the time you have your driver's license, so you're 10 now, is that correct? So yes. by 12. 30, there will be no more glaciers. In Glacier National Park. And what when you think about that, what does that mean well, to you? Technically more like give or take, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what does that mean to you when you when you say that? Uh, basically that we're like totally like making a nice national park, like lose the meaning of its name, for one. Uh-huh. When you think about climate change, what do you think, like besides... Glacier National Park. What do you think? How else do you think climate change will affect affect young people in the coming years? Well, for one thing, the skies will be green every day. What do you mean? Uh, well, there was bad air quality, like in the spring. This is like, yeah, that it, the skies were green. So yeah. You mean because of the forest fires? Yeah. Do you learn about climate change in school? Uh, not really. Rachel, you are Colin's mom. I think you said that he made these remarks at the Mothers Out Front event at the Hudson Valley Writers Center maybe a month or so ago. What is the idea of, you know, pushing on your local representation, your assembly person, Shimsky? to stand up for fighting for more climate change policy? It it felt like very much an adult event. It was mostly adults and mostly adults speaking. And it was sort of interesting, I thought, when Colin said what he said, because um, the kids had been mostly quiet. And I think, and like Colin said, I don't think they're talking about it that much at school. And I think there's a sphere of um, talking about the climate crisis with this age group, but like clearly they are very much aware of what's going on. As Colin mentioned, the skies were yellow and green last spring. And I think 
<clears throat> they weren't allowed to go outside um, well, at school. Sure so they're, they're very aware of what's going on. And I think sort of not uh, sort of shielding them from this or assuming that they're not paying attention or that this isn't a concern of theirs uh, is short-sighted. So it was like really interesting to, to see that. And honestly, I, I hadn't really heard Colin talk about it um, before. So it was, it was, I mean, as someone who was there witnessing it, I was also um, surprised and really proud that he um, said what he said to, um, you know, such a uh, important legislator in our region. And um, I think that that's what we, has to be done like that, that he, he kind of like, pushed her and 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 she had to kind of address the fact that um you know this is something that's affecting kids um maybe even more so than adults um and that that should also be recognized um and they should be part of the conversation as well I've opened it up for questions and like mostly it was just adults I think there was an assumption that the kids were just there in the background um but like he really I, I think I was surprised that he he wanted to say something and that he had been thinking about it um, I take my kids to these national parks every summer and like, it's sort of unclear sometimes how, you know, it's a lot of work and it's like, kind of, um, it can be pretty stressful. I flew across country with like all of my camping gear and two children this summer. And like, there's definitely moments when it's like, uh, maybe we should just be going to like a beach resort, like everyone else, you know? And so you're not sure, like, we do that this time. Because <laughs> you're, still, you're still going on a camping adventure this summer. But, you know, you don't really know how, whether it's worth it, like all this, this effort to show them these things. And so it was a really cool experience that clearly it's, it's having an impact on him. And he's like kind of thinking about it and, you know, hopefully appreciating. I mean, the, the sort of, I think the ironic thing is we got to Glacier National Park and the wildfire smoke in late August in Montana was, was intense enough that it was hard. The visibility wasn't great. So we, we actually couldn't clearly see glaciers because the smoke was really making it difficult to see. Uh, but, you know, at least I did get to see them uh, because like Colin mentioned, there is a lot of um, information in the park about how this is like part of their concern is that, that these glaciers are melting and, uh, and it's happening pretty quickly, so. Colin, you, with all of these trips to national parks that your mom takes you on, I believe you are quite the junior ranger. What is a junior ranger and how many badges do you think you have by now? Well, junior ranger is sort of someone who like protects the park, but doesn't really do it as like a job, like an official job. Um, I'd say I have about like 20, give or take badges. So that means you've been to 20 national parks already? Uh, there's probably, no, like, no, more. Because, like, there, yeah, there was somewhere I just, like, didn't feel like doing the packet. Because, like, I was just, like, you know. Or there was, like, a few that I went to when I was really young. And uh-huh. national parks, somewhere yeah. state, historic yeah. districts and state parks. Yeah. But he has a lot. That's amazing. So back to this. Uh, event on Thursday. The event is organized, the rally is organized to demand climate action and the inclusion of the New York Heat Act in Governor Kathy Hochul's executive budget. Now those are some really big words, but basically what what is the call? What do you what what is your call for on Thursday? I mean I'm just like basically with all the other people just trying to get Governor Hochul to like, yeah, include the thing in her budget. 
Colin, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you want to make sure our audience knows? No, not really. How about you, Rachel? Is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you want to make sure that our audience knows? Colin, are you nervous to talk, to be the youngest person speaking? No, not really. When I get downstairs, grab some chips. <laughs> <laughs> are you, like, I'm curious, like, were you nervous to speak in front of the assemblywoman when at that event? Or, did, like, how did you feel? No comment. You weren't nervous? Wow. And why did you decide to speak? Um, mostly because, like, I mean, I had to make a statement and, like, some kids have to say something. Mm. And you felt like all the adults were speaking up and none of the kids were, so it was time for you to uh, have your voice be heard? Yeah. Yeah. 